0: The best insight, instant feedback, accountability. The all-new Talk Radio Freedom 106.5.
1: Welcome back, welcome back. It's Freedom 106.5 FM. This is the station where you get to speak your mind. And it's the station where talk matters. Because we love uh, having discussions with you. We love touching base with you as well. It's just about nine minutes after five. Carrie V and your company, I'm going all the way to 6 p.m. This is the overdrive. And we're gonna jump straight into police and you. We do it every single Thursday from five to six p.m. Alongside Sergeant JC Small. hmm And D. let D. us all welcome. Hi, hi, Sergeant. How are you doing?
2: Good by God's grace, man and yourself.
1: I good, yes, I real good, you know. <laughs>
2: nice.
1: I good, I good. So, Sergeant, I know we're gonna be talking about something very critical today. Something prevalent. Something that we have been seeing. Um, from since Christ was a little boy, I should say, right? Issues affecting yes. school children.
2: Yes, 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 yes. We're yes, going to yes. be
1: having that discussion right now. Yeah? Yeah, definitely,
2: man.
1: So before we start, let me just remind our listeners of course, you can call us at 627 3223 625 2257. You can even send us a WhatsApp message on 3061065. I know you have questions for Sergeant JC Small, and he is so welcomed. He's so he's so open to answering these questions, yeah. Sergeant Small, are you there? Yes, I'm here. I'm here. Nice, good. So let's get into this discussion. Issues affecting school children. What? 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 How does that come about?
2: Well, to be honest, I mean, you know, i in mean, the recent past on social media. We are, we are, we had seen a number school fights, you know, school mm-hmm. violence taking place. Um we, we know too children are the victims a lot of of a lot of um issues of crime too mm-hmm. affecting them. Just um to be honest, I'm not going to go into the details because the matter is currently before the court but we had um one charge, a school teacher charge for assaulting a
3: child
2: mm-hmm. sexually just about a, a week ago.
3: Um, mm-hmm. so
2: the, the children are not exempt in terms of things that affect them you know and affect their school life affect them in terms of um being able to focus on their schoolwork
3: right, right. so
2: you know so many different things could, could cause disruptions mm. in terms of the children and they fulfilling um what needed to be done in terms of their curriculum and yeah. syllabus and these kind of things right so i think it's something really important you know Mm. So highlight. No, So happy we are this conversation today.
1: I am very glad that we are because, I mean, to me, it seems like a taboo subject because we don't hear much discussions about it. And I'm really glad that we are taking, you are, you are taking this opportunity to actually highlight and, you know, bring awareness to it, of course. So let's talk about school violence. I know that is one um, major contributor to an issue that a school child will face, school violence. It happens all across the board in, in any school, even primary schools as well.
2: Yes. And to be honest, just yesterday somebody, you know, our conversation came up in terms of what are the different things that has caused children to resort to physical violence. And you know, there's so many different things that influence that. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to mention the topic of um, gangs and, and how they impact um, the, what happening even in the school. Mm-hmm. So, for example, you have a community that. You know, like we just say engaging in gang activities what we have seen is that um these children whether you live from this street or that street mm-hmm. and well then when things are gang, how do how they refer to it they refer to it as um turf yeah so yeah actually I, I think about this particular area and we know about the border lines but the borderline still that um exists within the east border spin area and have ex- existed for a number of years where you can't cross this street and you can't I want to call no name in terms of area yeah. but um these things spill over into the school because literally in the communities when you have people leaving from one area to go to the next area people mm-hmm. people have died for those kind of things in the past i mean thanks to you know the commissioner of police and executive and the level of vigilance mm-hmm. in terms of the police out there the power presence you know and together i mean, i must say thanks to our law enforcement colleagues from the defense force and all who you know participate in patrols the municipal police the traffic wardens everyone yeah. playing a role in terms of law enforcement presence to prevent and you know deter these things from happening but they are real issues mm-hmm. and what happens is that these children looking at what the adults are doing mm-hmm. they come into the school and you know practice this same kind of yeah. behavior in terms that one in the clash with each other because they're from this area mm-hmm. and another person from another area mm-hmm. so you know um they, they they and then some of the children to be honest as small as eight nine ten years old yeah um engage in gang activities in mm-hmm. terms of the gang putting them to whether it's to stash drugs or to stash you know firearms and it, 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 this is like a real issue yeah. in terms of um some of the information that's forthcoming
3: mm-hmm.
2: and um you really have to continue, you know, as parents, as elders in the community, as leaders in the church, mm-hmm. in, the, in the temple, in the mosque, the religious organizations, the faith-based mm-hmm. organizations, we need to really drive it home hard yeah. in terms of the children and mm-hmm. reaching them, you know, every day. When, when they're in school, they must be hearing something from who in school. Yeah. When they are in the community, whether it's the scouts or the girl guides or the police club saying it to them, they must hear it day and night. Yeah. One, one, one thing, mm-hmm. be law-abiding, be patriotic, have good discipline, mm-hmm. obey the laws of children in yeah. children and teach them that. It has consequences, say action. So actions,
3: yeah
2: you the law. Mm-hmm. When you're as small as eight years old, it have a Latin thing called Dola in oh. From the from, from the time a child is eight years old, they are capable mentally of committing an offense. And you know, when we look at think about any offense or any um breach of the law, mm-hmm. a person must have something called the actor serious, which is the act itself. So act, we must yeah. fulfill an act. And mm-hmm. the menswear, they must have the mental capacity to, to be able to commit that offence. And yeah. what the lawmakers are saying is that a child from the age of eight years old is capable of committing an offence. It means that if a child eight years and above commits an offence, the police can arrest them for committing a, an, an, an offence. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's important for first to educate the public on these things so that we can get the children you the writing all the time even yeah. when no one is
1: let me let me ask you this uh, with regards to school violence do you think that it starts at home or does it start in the school so like let's say for instance you 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 grow up your child in a particular way a law abiding way you know who respects elders who you know do what is told that kind of thing and they go into the school and they meet up or they mix up with different students and they eventually let's say they eventually you know adapt. To, you know the other children and their actions and their behaviours. Well, what are your thoughts on that?
2: I would say both because the, i mean the according to, I'm talking to a good part of my today mm-hmm. and he says see, um, you see chain up, chain up is a serious That's thing. That's a serious
1: thing, you know. You mm-hmm.
2: have somebody influencing you to do something. Mm-hmm. It, it happens in school and that is, the, that is, that, that is what results in military fights. Mm-hmm. Sometimes two children standing next to each other and they're facing off and it's because that the other people incited them yeah. to be
3: in a way
2: then they, they react and then home you have parents who telling their children hey don't, don't take nothing from nobody when somebody hits here, Hit knock them back, back home yeah. hey, you know that so we have parents telling literally telling children these things so they're getting that kind of mindset from home and mm-hmm. then they're being fueled by what we we call chain, chain up or, yeah. or you know somebody instigating something and and they're following so t- you know so mm-hmm. um I think it happened both
1: ways mm-hmm. um Sergeant, have you have you seen any decrease in school violence um within the past uh, year or so
2: I, I, I would say I would say we have seen some level of decrease because it was happening real
1: I know last it year happening. it was happening a lot last year when the new school yeah. term up. when it, yeah last year September that's I think that was the first time they came back out from the pandemic yet?
2: But uh, I want to say, us as our organization, the Trinidad and the Bureau Police Service, again, I want to commend the leadership, the executive, the senior officers, the junior officers. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, and I want to pick up officers from the interagency task force and the, the patrol initiative that they're doing in the Central Divi- Division to support the Central Division, the Guard and Emergency Branch. I want to big up PC Valles in particular. He mm-hmm. was just a patrol this evening at the Montrose Junction and two, Form 2 boys Form 2. wanted to engage in a fight and the police had to immediately intervene. And there's the situation we face if it is our presence, is that how they deter certain things? Yeah. But not only did he separate them and, and, and party the fight and and, and and you know, harass them, talk with them, and contact the parents, but he passed on the information so that my section, in terms of the community police, could do some follow up tomorrow. So my officers will be going to the school tomorrow
3: mm-hmm. to be able
2: to, um, you know, talk to the do, do, do something like call. Like a case conference. Yeah. So that the parents could be involved. We call any parents, the deans involved, the school administration involved so that we could prevent these kind of things from continuing. So you know I wanna in, you know commend the officers that the TTPS. Mm-hmm. The municipal police and everybody who playing a role in terms of these school visits and interventions. And we don't only visit the school. When we see the need for intervention, we invite people like Rapport who, you know, focus on sex education and, and nurturing young people in terms of knowledge about do's and don'ts mm-hmm. about you know how they take care of themselves. we've invited special investigations unit they talk about you know not joining gangs and the mm-hmm. bad influence in terms of how drugs can affect you negatively mm-hmm. not that national drug council so you know we have since 2017 mm-hmm. taken a multi-torial approach in terms of involving so many other agencies to play a role in nurturing the children of our nation so you know we as an organization the has, you know again you know big up to the Officers at the community oriented policing section in particular, mm-hmm. police youth clubs, because day in day out we really take the particular mandate based on our organization and our strategic plan. Right. To make every channel and to be safe in keeping with our vision.
1: Mm-hmm. Sergeant Small? Yes, I'm here. New. Right. I think you, you you got you got cut off for a minute there but i wanted to ask you something i wanted to ask you with regards to school violence and uh, let's say for instance the ttps are you all having any collaboration talks with uh, let's say for instance um uh, persons from different units in the police station that deals with children or school violence and these different well, schools
2: we have had an um, ongoing work in terms of internal collaborations and i just want to share mm-hmm. so in 2017 when there thought upsurge in school violence in the central division not only the police service and entities within and I could call out units, as I said earlier, the Special Investigations Unit. That is a unit um, where we have our intelligence officers and officers who focus on, on gang activities mm-hmm. and officers who focus on um, drugs in terms of they do a lot of drug interdiction and um, fire interdiction and they come into the schools and they share their knowledge and experience to the children in terms of you know, what to look for, what to stay away from. They shouldn't get involved in drugs. Drugs affect them. Mm-hmm. You know, they show them in terms of how they hide the drugs to ship it internationally. And, you know, really to deter them is really a strong deterrent. Right, so right. we have those units. We have the Child Protection Unit. Um, well, it's now called the Special Victims Unit. Special. Where we have the Gender Violence Unit, mm-hmm. Child Protection Unit, and the um, Sexual Offenses Unit. You know, we we collaborate as an organization to do a lot of outreach in the school, to bring the knowledge and information to the children. Mm-hmm. Not only that, we went on to include the prison service. Mm-hmm. So we had inmates who were arrested before, and they came to share their experience in terms of, you know, do get caught up in a life of crime. It started with them when, when they were school children, going to school and coming to sell drugs in the school. and mm. You know, it, it, it really, when children hear these testimonies, the way that it impacts them, yeah. coming from their peers, it really, touch them it
1: touches them and, um, yeah.
2: we have the, the regional health authority as i said mm-hmm. and under the regional health authority we have um, this group called rapport right. who, as i said focus on um, sex education and you know the, the those and those about uh, those and don'ts about life mm-hmm. what to stay away from how you should carry about yourself as a young, young person so we have all these agencies narab national drug council working with us we even had the united states Embassy involving some of the caravans that we had in the past. Mm-hmm. And you know, currently I want to mention the St. Joseph Police Youth Club, WPC Goddard and Miss Um Decote of officium of, of mm-hmm. they, They're going to launch a school caravan soon. Ah. In some of the schools in um, the in the East West Corridor in Trinidad. Mm-hmm. I would share that flyer so we could continue to share the information so yeah. the children could stay tuned. Mm-hmm. But um we really collaborating not only inter- internally, but you know, with the Ministry of Education as well. With the student sports services you know we're really trying to collaborate mm-hmm. and i um, mean, in the Central Division here we just today we got dates from all the different secondary schools we still you know gathering the dates mm-hmm. and um, before the student we want to hit every single secondary school and see, even some of the primary schools to so just share the information to educate <laughs> them about the laws of should and Tobago things that they should and shouldn't do yeah. as children and really empower them so that you know in in, in in a short space of time and you know these are the things that have been going on Mm -hmm. why we have seen a decline in terms of wanting to highlight you know under the children's act to persons that understand that anything that you are doing to jeopardize a child's safety whether you're sharing a video with a fight whether you're sharing whatever Mm -hmm. relating to children it it is a criminal offense to disseminate such information Mm. publicly as a matter of fact if police officers or law enforcement arrest juvenile offenders. We cannot even publish their names. Yeah. So, you know, we guide guided by the laws of children and Tobago, mm-hmm. and the general public is important to continue educating them so that they too could understand, you know, the do's and don'ts, especially when it comes to children. So, you know, these mm. things have helped, and, you know, we have definitely seen some level of reduction in terms of school violence because of the uh-huh. high-quality... meaningful collaborations that Mm. has been keeping Ah, in in keeping with our strategic plan.
1: Yes. Now, I know, um, Sergeant Small, I know you mentioned dangerous drugs earlier and, of course, um, you mentioned interventions as well. So, we're going to take a quick break and when we come back, we're going to be touching on the interventions with regards to issues affecting school children. This is Police and You if you're now joining us. We do this every Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. with Sergeant JC Small. Yep, yep, yep. So, don't forget you can call us 627 3223 625 2257. You can even send me a WhatsApp message on 306 1065. Police and you, issues affecting school children. Whatever question you have for Sergeant JC Small, he will be able to answer you. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it's much more. Keep it locked. It's Freedom 106.5 FM.
0: You're tuned into the all-new Freedom 106.5. 106.5.
1: And we're back at uh, 5.35. And if you're not joining us, welcome. This is The Overdrive right here on Freedom 106.5 FM. Carrie V in your company. And we're going to be touching base with Sergeant JC Small. Welcome back, JC. Thank you very much. Nice. So the topic at hand today, we are talking about issues affecting school children, and I know we spoke about school violence before the break. Now we're going to jump into interventions. What interventions are in place with regards to school violence or even issues affecting children in the school system?
2: Well, I mean, as we were saying earlier, Mm -hmm. some of the the interventions that can be done, and I mean, each school will be unique in terms of the type of issues that they have and the type of communities that they're surrounded by and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But somebody interven... I mean, one, when I when think about intervention, though, we don't want to make it sound too like it's rocket science. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's so simple. It's just... Let me tell you something. When you think about, um, you know, the, these type of behaviors, you know, in terms of what children explain.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: a lot of... You have to think about root causes. You know, what causing these children? What's stimulating this type of behavior? Mm-hmm. And when you think about root causes, that is when you will go... In the in the household in the um. communities and you know mm-hmm. root causes could be things like not only poverty but you know in a particular household situation you have an issue of parenting that comes up sometimes a lot of, a lot of times we see children behave in a particular way mm-hmm. and it's because of the influence at home what happened right. in the household and um yeah so 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 children you know pattern what they see what they see and yeah. that's why right. we have to always reiterate them and even you know parents you know, do, do what is right, not only um, in front of your children, but for, 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 for all the other children in the communities to see. You mm-hmm. know, long time we used to say it takes a village to so raise a child. Yeah. Nice things we need to return to. Mm-hmm. And um, when you think about interventions, we're looking at agencies that can deal with some of the root causes, the problems. So, some of the problems in the household, some children saying that they can't come to, tr- come to school because they're literally poor. I mean, mm-hmm. thanks for the school feeding program, but um, some of them, up to this time, don't have the school books, all these school books to come to school. Yeah. So, that is where we engage. When you think about the intervention, that is where we will engage Um, people like the Ministry of Social Development and Family Services and get them involved.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: they have a number of grants, countless amount of grants that they offer to families. And I've known many people who benefit from the grants from this particular ministry. Right, right. Um, and they actually... When, once they have the information, I mean, we know because we have the information, we share it with them and tell them how they could go up online and apply and, you mm-hmm. know, get a quick response and get one of the social workers and one of the um, agents coming to do something called a means test assess to look at the household income and to see if they're really below a particular um, salary base mm-hmm. to be able to receive these grants. And a number of people, you know, when we intervene, based on the information we have, based on our interactions with the children, we able to put the, mm-hmm. the requisite measure in place whether mm-hmm. it's ministry social development to intervene mm-hmm. whether we see a need for sporting programs we engage in share sport we too get people from the communities from the police service itself we have the police um, sports club mm-hmm. we've done a number of sporting engagements in the school and you know this gives us opportunity to really mentor these children and work with them and help them to excel in a particular skill because mm-hmm. not all of them not all of the children verse academically Yeah. and um that is why we work closely with people like two Civilian Conservation Corps, mm-hmm. the Mylar program. Mm-hmm. We really, you know, been networking and mm-hmm. been sharing the information in terms of what is available based on these children's strengths, based on the weaknesses. Yeah. And that is how we determine what what um which organization we should refer them to or right. involve them. Some of the children realize they have extremely various issues. Yeah. So we have to return to the CAM clinic. And there's a, a program that i have going on with um dr pemberton and they from the regional health authority mm-hmm. where the initial general be, behavioral issues that like, should be very issues. we get behavioral psychologists mm-hmm. to do sessions with them therapy with them mm-hmm. to help them to overcome some of the um the, 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 the issues, challenges the that they are
3: facing yeah definitely yeah
2: so you know um all these things coupled together are some of the types of interventions. We do school caravans and some of the caravans is just to bring general awareness within the school and within the home community Mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. You know, to let them know what are the services that are available to them? What are the health mechanisms that are available to them? Because Mm -hmm. you might take it for granted, but a lot of people don't know Mm -hmm. these things.
1: Yeah. Now, let me ask you, Sergeant Small, would, um, you know, police officers being at, showing their presence at the different schools their physical pre- um, presence in the schools, would that be counted as an intervention?
2: No, Well, the physical presence in the school, I, I wouldn't say... I wouldn't call it an intervention because... Um, I, it's a level of intervention because the, the presence, the police presence in the school, you know, um, and we have a real interactive presence. So, yeah. no what mm-hmm. gave you the through, what our school patrol look like with our officers from the community or the police section, mm-hmm. you will go to the school... I mean, we will definitely co- communicate with the school security guard, which is usually like an MTS officer at the mm-hmm. gate, we will enter the compound, we'll go to the principal office, you know, to kind of find out what are some of the challenges facing at the, at the point in time. Mm-hmm. The school safety officers, we liaise with them, we try to find out, we, we liaise with everybody. Down to the cleaner in, in the school, yeah. we try to keep our touch on our communication with everybody, the children. You know, sometimes people like to tell children, we go, bring the police here and scare children. I don't believe that should be done. I like children to respect the police, but not afraid the police. Yeah. So I try to really educate the children and let them know because, you know, when things are affecting these children, we want them to report it. We want them to feel comfortable. We want them to trust the police. Yeah. So we work on, on, on trust building relations with, with, with the children, with the school. And um, we, we might meet up a situation with some children probably would have been involved in a fight or some altercation. Mm-hmm. We talk to them, we explained to the laws. And then in severe case, if it is we realize, there is need for, for even an arrest. Mm-hmm. We, we have done that too also. Okay. You know, we, we, we work closely with the MTS officers and the school safety officers. As a matter of fact, just for the July-August vacation, the, the safety officers had a workshop. Not only this year, but for years gone by, we, I particularly would have networked with our internal agencies to present the information to the school safety officers Mm. and let them know what are some of the things that are available from the TTPS. What what are the protocols in dealing with children? Because we have the judges' rules for children and the judges' rules is something that acts as a safeguard not only to the children Mm -hmm. but to the police officers to prevent allegations and these things. Mm -hmm. The law enforcement and a whole in terms of what are the do's and don'ts when they're engaging with children.
3: Right, right. You know, um,
2: the children's act. Mm -hmm. So these are the things that we really spread knowledge about. We let the children know you know, even if it is they want to be arrested, mm-hmm. they have a right to uh, a legal advisor. They have a right to uh, the duty consular to need to contact a legal guardian. Right,
3: you right. Know, they,
2: they have their rights too. So in keeping with United Nations standards, in terms of the rights of children, these are things that we also observe. Mm-hmm. You understand? Because in terms of um, United Nations and, you know, particularly um, some of the goals, it, it deals with um, peace, justice, Right. A strong institution. So mm-hmm. we don't want anybody to feel that we have to advantage and we you know we really here to educate, mm-hmm. to empower, to motivate. And it means sometimes um mm-hmm. meeting people where their needs are. Mm-hmm. It is, it's not only about having to use an iron fist, but you know, yeah. just to give permission to, to build relations. And as again I said um our strategic plan, you know, thanks to the vision of the organization,
3: mm-hmm.
2: the, the full pillar of our strategic plan speaks to community partnership. Right. And you know, part of that is to help us build effective stakeholder partnership.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, Sergeant yeah. Small, I know earlier we were discussing about dangerous drugs. How has dangerous drugs, uh, you know, um, tie into issues affecting children at school?
2: Well, it, it, it have had instances where we observed that um, the gangs give these children drugs and ask them to go and sell it in school. Oh. So to be honest, um, in some schools we have had information and there have also been arrests where children were arrested for trafficking marijuana in school because if it is you within 500 meters of a school or even any place, I mean, we have an amendment to the Dangerous Drug Act, no where it included. Um, any place where children gather, the poli- you can be arrested for, for having a drug for the purpose of trafficking, whether it's a play park. Yeah. Any place, literally, that children gathers and you have in your possession a dangerous drug and the police search you and find this dangerous drug on you, mm-hmm. you could be arrested for trafficking in the dangerous drug. Ah. Right? So, um, you could be held for traffic, and the act, you know, explains the different quantities in terms of cocaine, heroin, morphine and now we have, um, the LSD and the different things like what we just call, um, Zesapearl.
1: Oh, yes, yes, yes. Alright, right. Oh, okay. I didn't even know yeah. the, the real name for that.
2: <laughs> yes, yeah, so the, to the, the dangerous drug, I can, um, include some of these things mm-hmm. and, um, once you found, you know, so we help them to understand that, hey, anywhere children gathering. I mean, you know, now we have a decriminalization of marijuana where persons could have um up to a certain amount in their possession in their possession and they would they wouldn't be charged for it. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, if you have more than that particular amount of grams that the, the, the law describes, right. you could get a ticket for it, but mm-hmm. you wouldn't be arrested and charged. But there's a difference now that where you have the same amount of marijuana. In terms of what you could carry about in your possession,
3: and mm-hmm.
2: not be charged, if it is a habit and you're close to any place that children gather, yeah. you will be no charged for, for trafficking mm-hmm. in that drug. So mm-hmm. we really try to educate the children not only about that, but you know how how drug can impact or impair the the the, the, the level of thinking. Yeah. You know, and um, I have even seen where it tie, it probably has some kind of tighter. Um, mental health illness or mental health issues mm-hmm. when children consume drugs. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and that so, would so, that so, would so affect
1: that would affect the ability to to, to learn. And that's the main, the, main, the main goal. I have a message here from someone who sent us a message via WhatsApp. And guys, let me remind you, you can call me 627-3223-625-2257. You can even send me a WhatsApp message on 306-1065. We are here on Police and You with Sergeant JC Small. And we are discussing issues affecting school children, right? So someone says, good afternoon, guys. A very good program. The topic is one of serious concern. My only regret... The people who are the main reason for having these radio programs are not around to hear what is being explained because they are somewhere being irresponsible, careless parents. I see it with some parents, no proper guidance for their children. It is so sad children are the innocent ones. They are just unfortunate to have parents who have no regard for them. So this person is saying more or less it starts from the home. But my concern is if I am if I am growing up my child or I'm raising my child in a particular way to be a good standing citizen, a good law abiding citizen. And when they go into these different schools and they mix and they match and they talk and they make friends, you know, if they would be able if these um persons in in, in these schools, if they would be able to, you know, influence my child. But we are getting a call, let's see who is there, right? Let's see who's there. Hi, good evening, your life. Hey, what's up?
0: Yeah, I got the officer also. So, my thing is, I do not know if the officer do it or it's just a suggestion. If they do, and it's just elaborate on what it is, you see, from the time these students write STA school before they reach secondary schools, they can mm. to condition the mind, what mm-hmm. they're expecting, bullying, fighting, robbing, you know, all these things. Because sometimes you have it in the community, they don't come out, the parents mm. don't bring them. But if they need schools, before they reach secondary school, you do it. And also, the so going in the secondary school from time to time and have a lecture with the entire school. Uh, mm-hmm. And let them know, hey, this is the consequences you have. Let the school arrange a field trip.
3: Carry mm-hmm. up your
0: wife to you see the jail. This is mm-hmm. the consequences will happen to you all. Uh. Yeah. You do follow and be loyal by Biden. Students, because it, it is not also. We also want to say students. You all are students. This is what will happen. We have some very good, brilliant ones coming out. Not all might be able to take the book we might be able to craft. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we need to alert them, hey, this is what it is, and if you go down that road, this is where you're going to end up. Yeah. Picture, hire PTSD bus, carry all of them YTC. So then wait till get them maximum prison. This is what you're going to end up.
3: Mm-hmm. If you don't
0: follow and you follow friends, this is what they are going to have. Mm-hmm. So I um, don't small them. If they could probably um, reinforce, if they still do it in the school from time to time, every year, the big night term going, before they go on holidays also, when they write the exam before vote July, August holiday, a lot of them tend to get stray away. Mm-hmm. Reinforce it then for them and let them know this is what's happening. That is my contribution to you all to see what's happening. Thank you so much.
1: Thanks for your suggestion. Yeah. Have a good one. Sergeant Small? Thank you. That's a really good yes, contribution, um, and I, I think you mentioned that you mentioned wonderful. that um your alarm um, lays with the prison service as well as um child protection unit, you know, to make them aware, make these youths and them aware.
2: Yeah, definitely. But to be honest, research has shown that that approach dollars work right oh. in terms of using a scare tactic them the YTC, and uh, you know what 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 was so important for me is hearing the testimony from your own peers saying that hey. I too had made a mistake in terms of where I was in school and I was looking to a fight and I sell drugs and look at where, how I ended up turning out. Mm-hmm. I ended up turning out a real hard criminal. I can't, can't even get a proper work. So when they had real like that, they really related to that. Yeah. And I couldn't remember a particular I to that a young man, he was engaging a shootout with the police. Mm-hmm. And he talked about how his behavior started. And let me tell you something, the children were saying tune, you know, and I realized hearing from the peers, you know, don't do make the mistake that I made. Hearing from inmates. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes for some of them, it has been a rank for them. And when we take them of course that, it does, prison, yeah. You start to say, I went to jail, and I, and I know not like. Mm-hmm. And they come back and explain that sort of propaganda, misinformation. Yeah. So, uh, as I said, research has shown that that approach don't necessarily always work. But what I so have, have worked with us in Centralia is when, you know, we would I get them to hear one-on-one the testimonies of some of these people and the bad choices they make. So, they would hear hands-on, that the things that they're doing and they can relate to, it's mm-hmm. not the best choices to be making because it will affect your life, it will affect your character when you're looking for a certificate of character to get a job, to travel to the US, to do anything. Mm-hmm. You have a criminal record, people looking to you. When they, when they go to a place of work for like the prisons and the police and any of these protective services, mm-hmm. and they start to do a background check on you, and they come and they check on your character to see whatever person you are or, or was. They go to your schools, they go to your community, and it affect you. It affect you. People need to understand this.
1: Young yeah. people need to understand it. You mm-hmm. know. Now, Sergeant Small, I know. Um, we we have to wrap up this interview in probably about four minutes or so. But I, I want to find out from you, right? School violence with regards to children. Um, school violence with regards to the children, right? What? What advice do you have for them? What do you have to say for the youths who are listening right now who are one either experiencing school violence or, on, on the negative side in terms that they are being bullied, let's say for instance, right? And the ones who are actually doing the, the act, who are, you know, pushing that school violence.
2: I want to say we, 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 we as law enforcement have a zero tolerance approach. So to the victim, if someone hits you, if someone takes something from you from a pocket without your consent, Well, you know, in terms of hitting somebody that is is, um, an assault, which the police have a power of arrest for, Mm -hmm. It have, um, you know, larceny and robbery and all these larceny-related offenses. If it is taking things on people of value without their consent, you could be arrested and charged Mm. and placed before a court of law. So there are consequences. And if it is we, as law enforcement from the police service, you know, the precepted safety officers in the school, the MTS officers, some of them are also are precepted, you can be arrested and charged if it is you, you know, impacting people in that negative way. Mm. And, and, and to the victims, you know, seek help. Go to the student support services. That is the entity in place in terms of the Ministry of Education. We have our victim and witness support unit. You know, inform the police officers and patrol in the school. Inform someone in authority, the school safety officer, the school, um, the dean in the school, mm-hmm. for the primary schools. I know we don't have deans in the primary school, but we have the guidance officers. As I said, under the student support services. Seek help, you know, um, reach out, Tell someone something, you, if it is a child, know another child is being bullied, bullied, share the information. Mm-hmm. Because once we have the information, we're going to act, we're going to intervene, we're going to go to the schools and make sure that something is done. Make sure that we call in the parents and, you know, have a whole, you know, the school have their discipline matrix. Yeah. We try not to stray from that, but if it is people committing criminal offenses, trust and believe that the Trinidad and Tobago Police Service interest and charge you and place you
3: before mm. the court of
1: law. Yes. What, uh, what other um uh, quickly what other laws does it have in place to um you know to see or to put a handle on school violence?
2: Well I mean as I said, when people as much as we call bullying when people commit an act of an assault mm-hmm. you physically beat somebody and you fight and that kind of thing. Those are criminal offences. So you, so the, straight up the laws that Trinidad and Tobago doesn't allow people to just walk up to other persons and hit them and assault them and that kind of thing. Right. You can be arrested and charged, and there will be consequences. No
1: matter that. your age. And no the, matter
2: your age. The, 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 the in as I said the Latin term we, that we speak about earlier. Yeah. Eight years and over, you're capable or you have having the, over. The, the mental capacity mm. to commit an offence. So it means that from the time you are eight years and over, you can be arrested and charged for any criminal offence.
1: Mm. All right, nice, nice. All right, well, um, uh, Sergeant Small, thank you so much for being here this afternoon. I mean, next week, same time, same place, right? Yeah, for police and product. you. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Hey, thanks, you too. Mm. And guys, that was Sergeant JC Small. Mm -hmm. This is uh, Police and You. We do this every Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Only on the Overdrive. And you can catch it on Freedom 106.5 FM because this is the station where talk matters. This is where you get to speak your mind.
0: The best insight. Instant feedback. Accountability. The all-new Talk Radio. Freedom
3: 106.5.